this week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue on in James with Let Him Ask God, Temptation's Path, The Implanted Word, No Partiality, and The Royal Law. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. O Lord, open my lips, and I Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Thank you. 
appeared to us.
reading from 1 Timothy chapter 6. But as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I charge you in the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, to keep the commandment unstained and free from reproach until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will display at the proper time, he who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. O Lord, have mercy on us. The Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. mercy and peace are ours this day from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. So I have to begin today with something of an apology, uh, particularly to the ladies who are a part of our community here at CTSFW. Today's homily may not have much for you and it's not that we don't value you. You're a part of our community, you're a vital part of our community. You are our wives, our sisters, our friends, our co-workers in the kingdom, your acts of mercy and grace are more precious to us than, frankly, I've got words to explain. You are absolutely vital. But the text today particularly addresses men. And so I'll be speaking primarily to them. And if I can commit the ultimate heresy of our age and the thing that every two-year-old knows is true, Men and women are different. It's true. Men are wired differently. If you haven't picked up on that by now, have kids. You'll figure it out. Men are intrinsically warriors. It is at our core. Now, not all fights are physical. Let's own that. But we are built differently. We seek out battle. 
We need the battle. We need the conflict. A man that does not find a battle decays. Or worse yet, he will invent a battle and he will become a bully, a criminal, an abuser, or worse. We need the battle. We're wired for it from day one. And if you've ever seen children, we seek out challenges. We look for ways to test our mettle from our very youngest years on up. We wrestle, we fight, we compete. We're always mindful of how we can defend those around us who cannot defend themselves. We are warriors. When the day comes, we run towards danger and not away. Men are different, men are warriors. And so it is not surprising when Paul says to Timothy, fight, but you, man of God, fight the good fight. Now notice there's no conversation here about you might have to fight, so get ready. There's no conversation about be prepared just in case there might be a, a fight that happens. No, there's no conversation. Paul knows you're going to have to fight. He assumes the fight because he knows Timothy will find himself in battle of one sort or another. It's not a command to fight. It is a command to fight the good fight. So many of the fights we choose are not good. If you care more about winning a political or religious argument, then you do the soul of the person you're fighting with. You're fighting the wrong fight. None of us are here this morning because we lost an argument. We stand in our faith to bring the gospel of grace and peace to everyone, perhaps especially to those who disagree with us. Fight the good fight. If you believe that you can judge the value of a person on the basis of the color of their skin or the race of their family, you are fighting the wrong fight. We've had this conversation before in the church. We've had it for centuries. In Christ, there is no Jew nor Greek. There was no place for it then. There is no place for it now. Men of God have no business drawing lines where God has already erased them. Fight the good fight. If you care only for the unborn child and you cannot see the young woman who is desperate and scared enough to kill, you're fighting the wrong fight. Now let's be clear, we affirm life begins at conception and we defend those who cannot defend themselves. We absolutely oppose killing unborn children. In fact, we oppose killing all children, let's be real. But let's see the other half of the story too. That there is a woman here who is desperate and scared and needs to hear more than anything. That there is a God in heaven who has love and grace and peace enough even for her. Fight the good fight. If you worry more on your own rights, getting what belongs to you, than you do championing the cause of the alien and the stranger, the fatherless and the widow, you're fighting the wrong fight. Time and again throughout the scripture, the people of God are reminded that there is something fundamental to being the people of God, to being Israel that we welcome and embrace those who come from the outside. We don't seek our own good, but the good of those we are called to love and to serve. Fight the good fight. 
You, men of God, fight the good fight. Because the truth is, man of God, we need you. Our world is dark, and it isn't looking much brighter in the coming days. We need men of God like Paul. We need men of God like Timothy. We need men of God like you, who will stand firm, love their families, pursue righteousness, defend the cause of those in need. As Paul writes, but you, man of God, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Man of God, pursue righteousness. We need men who will stand firm in what they value, righteous before God and man who hold that right and wrong are real things and that they still matter. We need you. Man of God, pursue godliness. We need men of integrity who strive to keep the word of God and live it out in every aspect of their lives. We need you. Man of God, pursue faith. We need men of faith who know that their only hope lies in the life, death, and resurrection of Christ, and that only his blood can make atonement for all the ways that we fall short. We need you. Man of God, pursue love. We need men who love their families, their neighbors, their communities, and who aren't afraid to demonstrate this time and again by laying down their desires, their wants, their needs, and if the need be, even their lives. For those they love, just as Christ laid down his life for us, we need you. Man of God, pursue steadfastness. We need men who will not be easily moved. The winds of our cultural culture blow strong and they blow a counter to the word of God. We need men who can stand strong in the face of that and remain faithful even to death should it be required of us. We need you. Man of God, pursue gentleness. We need men of God who know when to use their God-given strength and power and when to restrain that and bring mercy and peace and healing. Remember that only the strong can be gentle and only the powerful can show mercy. We need men who can do both. We need you. Now when you stumble, and you will. When you fall short, and you will. Remember our Lord who had absolute power over creation, who became himself a man, who stepped down and lowered himself to become what we strive to be, a true man, who in his mercy and grace and love gave himself over to death for us and rose again. He fought the good fight over Satan, over sin, over death. He reigns as the victor. It is in his name, it is because of him that we stand. In his name, because of him that we serve. In his name, because of him that we love. In his name, because of him that we fight. Man of God, fight the good fight. Amen.
In our prayers, we remember Deb Wolf as she mourns the death of her mother, Jean Wolf. O oh Lord, hear my prayer. Let us pray. O oh Lord, keep your family, the church, continually in the true faith, that relying on the hope of your heavenly grace, we may ever be defended by your mighty power. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Almighty God, Father of all mercies and giver of all comfort, deal graciously with all those who mourn, especially Deb, as she mourns the death of her mother, Jean. Grant that, casting every care on you, they may know the consolation of your love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Let us bless the Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.